Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. I am very excited about this episode because it's extra special because I have my bub with here. Hi. With me here. Clearly, I can't talk. <laughs> hey, bub. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> How's it Happy going? Happy to be here. I know. <laughs> it's almost like you're a real guest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So we wanted to talk about, and the Instagram fam had asked for us to chat about our move from New York to Tennessee Mm -hmm. and what that experience was like for us and all the things that happened in between, like the engagement, Engagement. um, Kitty. Kitty, which we'll talk more about that, um, And then we also have some questions that they asked us as well, which we will answer at the end of the episode. Right. So, you ready to dive in? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So, I would say that our journey with moving started actually a few years ago. So, Bob and I started dating in 2015. Yep. And I was a bartender then. Yes. (laughs) We won't go into too much detail about our whole story. Um, That'll be for another time. Mm -hmm. But specifically, a couple of years into our relationship, we had started talking about our future and what we each wanted. Where we saw ourselves. Where we saw ourselves. And part of that involved moving out of state, out of New York. Mm -hmm. Um, we didn't like the direction that New York was going in, um, politically and also environmentally, I think, right? Uh, not so much environmentally, but definitely financially. Well, environmentally as in like it was getting overcrowded and yeah, (laughs) especially last year with COVID and, you know, the pandemic and everything shutting down Mm -hmm. a lot of people from New York city were coming out onto long island and right, kind of we were yeah and it got kind of, really crowded yeah then it got really crowded yeah so which was kind of crappy yeah, it was a bit of a hassle definitely a hassle and um yeah so we kind of had talked about it mm-hmm. for a while and then we then we forgot about it and we yeah. didn't really talk about it again and it was kind of like a pipe dream yeah, that time we played with the idea of moving to, to Austin, Texas. Yes. At that time. Yeah, at that time we were thinking about moving to Austin. Um, and talking about going to visit before yeah. we moved there and stuff. But We'd been hearing great things about Austin. Um, a lot of people were also moving there. That mm-hmm. was kind of like a hot spot as, as it is still yeah. now to mm-hmm. this day. Um, I think, what, Texas is the second. number one? Second. Tennessee's number Tennessee's one. Tennessee's number one. That's right. Um, Yeah, Tennessee right now is the number one state that people are moving to. Texas is number two. And Florida is number three. Right. So at the time, we we had never been to Austin, but we had heard great things Mm -hmm. and we heard great things about Texas. Um, My... My one of my best friends, her husband is actually from Texas, and they've they, been to Austin. They they've been it. there a bunch of times, and they liked it. And um, so we were like, "Yeah, sure, that'll be on the list." It's a and possibility. Yeah, we liked um, kind of like the way the state is run. We like um, the ruralness of of these areas. I guess yeah, Texas kind of countryish. And, yeah, Texas and Tennessee were. Um, appealing to us because of the the land and the land and just like the breweries one in particular is owned by yeah. one of our favorite <laughs> actors jensen ackles jensen jensen <laughs> and jensen ackles from supernatural that's one of our favorite tv shows yeah so and they both live there so yeah. that was kind of like a one of the reasons also yeah. probably probably the number one reason <laughs> The number one reason we wanted to move to Texas was because Jensen Ackles lives in Texas. Yeah, because I have a guy crush on Jensen yeah, Ackles. Yeah, you do. You do. Jensen Ackles. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, that was on the list. That was on the list. 
and then Tennessee. And then Tennessee, because we've been down here several times. Been down here several times. My younger brother actually has lived here for five years. Mm -hmm. So that, in the end, that's kind of what helped our decision. But leading up to that, like I said, it was kind of like a pipe dream. We talked about it. And then we just kind of never really did anything about it. It just never felt like the right time. Or we just kind of, you know, had excuses for not leaving yeah. New York until yeah. last year. We came down in November, in November for, the wedding, his wedding. for my brother's wedding. And I don't know, something about being here, especially this, especially that time, just something kind of. Just, just felt good. Felt good, but it also just felt like we were being, at least I know that that's how I felt, that we were being pulled mm -hmm. to to make the move. Like something, I, for me, I really feel like God was kind of nudging us and giving us the opportunity and basically telling us like now's the time. Um, we aren't married yet, although we are now fiancés. Mm -hmm. Um but we don't have kids. We didn't have a house. We still don't have a house right now. Um, yeah, so there's nothing really. There was really keeping us there. Yeah, nothing keeping us there. Outside of our family, really. Right, and job. Yeah, jobs. But, but in a sense, like you know, the one thing that I think was really important was reminding ourselves that you know we're not stuck where we are. Yeah. We didn't we didn't have to be stuck like just because we had our jobs and our family there like we're not stuck anywhere. I mean, we live in a society now where there's planes and trains and mm -hmm. cars to get places. Um, you know, if we don't want to take a 16-hour drive back home, we could take a 2-hour flight. Yeah. Um, so that definitely helped, but there was just something when we were leaving Tennessee and we were coming home, we actually drove down with my parents and drove home with them um but it just felt i don't know i was very sad to leave i was pretty sad to leave it got uh, comfortable down here yeah even though we were only here for a week yeah yeah it just felt nice it just felt nice um after easy. easy the easy people going. are nicer um we were staying in a town called dixon it's about 40 minutes 40 to 45 minutes west of Nashville going towards Memphis. Um, and Nashville is in Middle Tennessee, so um, it's a little bit more on the west side. But a tiny little town. It was so quaint, and um, that's where my brother was staying for a while. And there was no masks. Like, it was nice. We just kind of, like, had that sense of freedom again. I mean, that wasn't... Obviously, that wasn't the yeah, reason wasn't that the number one reason, <laughs> that wasn't the number one reason that you know played. prompted our decision, but it did play a role because, again, like we said, the dynamic of the the way that New York is going right now, we just weren't feeling it. Yeah, in all honesty, we just there was were, a lot more hustle and bustle yeah. and things like that. The lifestyle is just very chaotic mm -hmm. and very stressful and overwhelming and although we love new york you know because we grew up there and we've lived there for 33 so and 30 odd years. years and our families do live there still but we can always go visit yeah yeah, yeah. and visiting will be nice but... yeah appreciate it more when we go back to visit yeah um but we yeah we just kind of had a sense of home here Mm -hmm. in a way at least that's kind of what i gathered yeah. from that yeah i agree feeling and i remember driving into when we finally well i i took the last the last wheel and drove us into new york and i just remember feeling like immediate amounts of stress just driving back into new york <laughs> I got cut off. We got cut off like three times and, you know, that's New York for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, aggressive driving. And then, I don't know, I just kind of just kept feeling like, I just kept feeling like I wanted to go back. Mm -hmm. And I just started, we, we started talking about it that week. So you had off 
um, the rest of that week when we came right, home because of quarantine yeah. for four days and you had to get a negative test and for shits and giggles. I just looked online for curiosity's sake to look at the jobs and lo and behold, I found one. Right. So, Bub, tell um, everyone what you do for work. Uh, I was a carpenter. Oh, well, I am a carpenter. Um, but now I do more down here as commercial. Well, what were you doing in New York, though? Oh, you carpentry. Were, yeah. Yeah. You were a subcontractor. Subcontractor. Yeah. Uh, carpenter and stuff. So then, uh, yeah, so then I looked online when we got back to see what jobs were available, just for curiosity's sake, and see what was down here. And then I found one on, was it Indeed? Yeah. Yeah. Found it on Indeed. First one, and uh, this job offered everything I don't have or didn't have, which was benefits and time off and vacation time and things like that. Mm -hmm. So now that I have that now, which is good, so uh, jumped on it, sent the resume and did an interview and everything just felt like dominoes. It just went from one thing after another. Yeah, but I think what was um, really key there was the fact that you wanted it like oh yeah i want, did want to get away from not having those things yeah yeah that was a big big thing but i think for me like because of how much because of how much you wanted the job made me really feel like i think this is really gonna happen mm. you know yeah i think i probably felt that too yeah it? It just felt everything just kept happening. It was like there's no way this is when yeah, I'm moving. Yeah, it was like right. <laughs> it was like one thing after another, and I know like um, I was praying a hella amount because I just you know I kept telling, I kept saying like God, like if this is the right move for us to make, then um, you know let it be known, or if it's not, then also let it be known. And there was. There was no stopping it. Like once it started, you got the interview and, you know, the the owner of the company down here in Tennessee was like eager to mm -hmm. get on the call yeah. with you and yeah. willing to work with your schedule and the different, we're only an hour time difference from New York, but. But he was understanding as far as, because it was during the holidays too. Yes. So we told him, all right, so after the holidays, we'll definitely see you down there. Yeah. So he was pretty accommodating as far as that stuff went. Yeah. Sure. And then uh, you got hired. Mm hmm Yep. So and we got down here. Well, no. <laughs> well, I mean, we... You got hired, but we didn't leave for another month. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. So we waited it out. We got went through the holidays. We wanted to spend our last Christmas. Not our last, but like our last Christmas like living in New York with the family and mm. we tried to see everyone we possibly could, which it was hard. Was very hard. But we tried. <laughs> and in the meantime, we were also trying to start packing and mm. yep. you were still working. I was still working full time. <laughs> so it was definitely, um, especially around the holidays. Um, I also do social media for my church back home. So we were preparing for you know one of the biggest events of the year which is christmas day mm -hmm. um so i was doing that and oh, it was it was, it was quite stressful there was a lot going on definitely. it was a little stressful a little overwhelming you did pretty much all the packing yourself because i was working and doing sides side work at the time yes during that time and you did all the packing and everything yeah so that was huge that was a big big help right and at the same time it was also exciting. Yeah. So that was like the, the motivation. Yeah. It was like very, very bittersweet. Very bittersweet. Yeah. <laughs> very bittersweet. And also on top of that, um, we were, we had been kind of like having issues with Kitty. Yeah. Kitty was sick. Yeah. So if you've been following me on social media for a while, you've probably seen you most likely have seen my cat, um, especially last year, because mm -hmm. we were definitely like 
kind of stuck home together. Yeah. I mean, we've been stuck home together for like. The past oh, you guys three, always were home. Three years. We were always home together. <laughs> it was just me and and Kitty. Um, so, and if you have noticed or haven't noticed, maybe you have noticed that she has not been in my stories and on my social media. Um, she was having some issues. She was not, she was not doing well. Um, she was vomiting a lot and she wasn't drinking or eating and we didn't know what was wrong. So we had taken her to the vet and in New York. Yeah. It was when we got back from Tennessee. Right. We noticed you having health problems and stuff. Well, she had, she had had some health issues. But they were minor. But they were very minor. Like, they were kind of sporadic. It wasn't anything where we really... Cause for concern. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, coming... but it wasn't until, yeah, we came home from Tennessee, Tennessee from here. Noticing. After my brother's wedding, she was really, really bad. Like, she was not eating, not drinking. Nothing. She was vomiting, almost vomiting nothing. Yeah. Um. Not using the bathroom. Not using so there the bathroom. Some signs. Yeah, so we realized that there was definitely something going on. So obviously we took her to the vet and got her checked out. And we wanted to make sure that she was going to be okay for the drive down here because we knew we were moving. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, we had made the decision that we were moving and this was happening. And, you know, you got the job. And we told the family, like, you know, this is this is really happening. and. Um, I think at that point we had set the date of when we were going to move. And so we took Kitty to the vet and they told us that she had um, probably just a food allergy. Yeah. Just a food allergy. not accurate, but we changed our food based on that, which didn't help. Yeah. It didn't (laughs) help, but it kind of helped at first. A little little bit. bit. A little bit. A little bit. Um, We started seeing progression. So we figured we were in the clear to taking her down with us and going for the drive. We tried to make the ride as comfortable as possible. Um, but but the stress of the move and everything definitely yeah, added definitely to, took her, a toll on her. to her sickness. Yeah. So. so then on the arrival down here, we ended up, we stayed with your Well, brother. we left... Um, so in 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 the meantime, you know, she was she was doing a little bit better. We felt that we were good for moving down. And then um things were going pretty well. Mm-hmm. Then you had your last day and we kind of had to rush to pack the rest of our stuff right. within five days. And we were originally going to take a a trailer down and tow it down with the Jeep, but we were kind of still deciding on whether we wanted to take both cars. Right. Um, a lot of, a lot of decisions. So I can't stress enough that this was definitely very emotionally and mentally draining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we were like, <clears throat> excuse me. I think we were like vegetables by the time we got <laughs> down here. Cause we were just so, yeah drained just just emotionally mentally wiped out um from everything that was going on with kitty and trying to make all of these decisions and then leading up to so we decided to leave on january 20th Mm -hmm. that was the day that was the day and we were about to rent the trailer but it turned out that there was no u-haul trailers within a 200 mile radius which is insane so basically that meant everybody and their mom was moving yep like everybody moving all over the place moving all over the place mostly to tennessee and texas and florida statistically speaking yeah statistically speaking so Um, so we ended up going with a moving company luckily we found a very affordable option yeah, last minute too. That was last minute. We had to get rid of some of our furniture, so we really didn't have too much to come down here with. Um, <clears throat> which was a bonus because it made was, the move easy. Yeah. Made the move easier. Made, made it cheaper. It cheaper for us. Um, and we did end up taking both cars. Um, yeah, your Jeep, my van. Yeah, jam packed van. Yeah. 
<clears throat> jam-packed to so the brim. both up. Filled everything up, loaded the cars. Um, and then the moving company came on the 20th, so we couldn't actually leave on the 20th. We planned on leaving either on the 20th or we gave ourselves like a little cushion time mm -hmm. because we figured, you know, since we weren't taking the trailer. We had more time. We had more time. So we didn't plan on leaving after that. We figured we'd, you know, get our crap together on the 20th, that Wednesday, and then leave on Thursday and then hopefully get there Thursday night. Or if we had to, which we did end up stopping and sleeping somewhere overnight. And we ended up getting to Tennessee on Friday. But in between all that, I woke up Thursday morning. Was it Thursday morning? Yes. Or was it Wednesday morning? Was it the 21st? <laughs> I can't remember now. Like, was it, a was it the Wednesday, the morning that the movers came? I think yes, it was. I think yeah, it was yeah, yeah. too. I wish I dated that damn thing. I told you to do it. I have it written down somewhere. We'll figure it out, guys. All right. Um, but anyway, so, um, that morning, it was the 20th. The 20th. It, yeah. Yeah. It was definitely the 20th. It was that Wednesday. Um, that morning, the morning that the movers were coming. Yeah, because we took the picture. Right? No. It was Thursday morning. So it was the 21st then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was the 21st because we had no furniture. It was just the bed and I think everything was packed by then. Yeah, because Thursday we were leaving and that was the day we took the pictures and I had. Yeah, I think so. It's either Wednesday or Thursday. I don't remember exactly. I'm pretty sure it was Thursday now because the movers came. They took everything. There was nothing in the room. No. I thought. No, there wasn't. There wasn't. No. There no, was there the was bed. no dresser. It was just our bed. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna have to get back to you on that. Yeah. <laughs> but either way, <laughs> Wednesday or Thursday. It was either Wednesday the morning that um, the movers came, or Thursday the the morning that we were leaving. Um, I woke up to a proposal. Mm-hmm. I proposed. You did. After five years. Yeah. Based on a dream you had. <laughs> Based on a dream I had. So, Which I reenacted. Yeah, so side note, funny story. Um, Christmas morning, I woke up and I had had a dream, I guess, either at night or I don't remember if I like woke up and then fell back asleep and had the dream. Oh, yeah, I don't remember that part. But anyway, I had a dream Christmas morning and I basically had a dream that that he woke me up to with a proposal and he proposed and we were, you know, super happy and it was the best day of my life. And, and then, but it felt so real, like mm -hmm. so real. Like I, it was probably one of the most vivid dreams that I've had. And I will, I remember just waking up finally like really waking up, actually waking up in real life. And I looked over at my finger and I looked at Bub and I was just like, wait a second, that wasn't real. <laughs> and I basically had like, I don't know, I had a meltdown. You felt bad. I felt bad. <laughs> I did felt you really think it was that real? I really did. Jeez. I really did, Bub. <laughs> I really, really, really did. I, I was very disappointed when I woke up and we had this really deep talk about marriage. <laughs> yeah. And I just remember like crying. Yeah, yeah. I was crying my eyes out. I was so disappointed. I was so distraught that I woke up and I wasn't actually engaged. Like I literally had a, a breakdown. Oh God. Um, but anyway, so I told him about this dream, and right. we were talked about it. So, and you had originally, I guess, had like a, a different. Plan. I had an, I, I planned for a while how I was really going to do it, but then when you had that dream and you were, you know, 
upset and this and that, I was formulating the plan in my head and I was like, well, that's what I'm going to do then. So I was like, well, how? So you tricked me. Yeah. I thought, well, if she had such a realistic dream and it didn't happen, so what if she had kind of the same idea? the same dream, but not, and it actually happened. I was like, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. So that's what you did. So I wake up that morning and he's right in my face, right on my side of the bed on the floor. Mm-hmm. And at first I got like so scared. I was like, what's wrong? Is everything okay? And that's all I was thinking. I don't think I said that. No, like, but- I was like, I was in a pretty deep sleep. Yeah, you didn't know what was happening. I didn't know what was happening. I was totally... <laughs> Which made it even better. I know. I was totally out of it. Mm-hmm. And I woke up, and he's right next to me, and he's holding my hand, and he's, like, lightly touching my shoulder, and, you know, like, I happened to be laying on, on my side, facing the end, the edge of the bed, so it kind of worked out perfectly. Yeah. For you, anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And he's like, you know, lightly touching me. So I wake up and he's, he's just got like these puppy eyes. And I'm just like, immediately my, my mind is thinking like, oh my God, like what happened? I thought maybe like Kitty, I thought maybe something happened with Kitty or like something happened, like something bad happened. And I was just like, so out of it it (laughs) that I couldn't even muster up the words. And then you whipped up this little black box, busted it open, (laughs) (laughs) and you said, baby, will you marry me? So you were the picture before or after? After. Oh. After. Yeah. So he did have um, a ring. A ring, yeah. It's not the ring. No. That we planned on me getting yeah but it was just something but it was something for now because it was last minute yeah (laughs) um you know it's the thought that counts yeah but the real gift was when we first started dating and we became official i had wrote bub a letter um in a notebook that i bought him i flipped to a random page and i wrote him a letter I was actually funny funny thing was I was actually leaving that week with my two girlfriends to come down to Tennessee to visit my brother for the first time. It was his first year being there. So I wrote him this note and um, you know, kind of just pouring out my heart and I already had known at that point that, you know, that we were gonna be together forever. Like I kind of just mm-hmm. I mean that's a whole other story, but um, I signed it on that date, November eighteenth, two thousand fifteen. I signed it, your girlfriend, and we made it official for that date. Mm-hmm. So, and because I had a feeling that he wasn't going to see it, I strategically folded the so corner of the the bottom corner of the page in hopes that he would find it. But while I was away, he still hadn't found it yet. So I kind of had to hint to it, but it's okay. And it was very sweet and it was very special. So he took that page, ripped it out of the notebook Mm -hmm. and had it framed. And then also, well, a little something on it. Yeah. Part of the engagement. Yes. And then I had it framed and that was, that's, that's like, the the uh, the ring, I guess you want to call it, because mm-hmm. that's one that that's like the most meaningful thing that between us that you and I know about only. Right. So I really like solidified in the uh, proposal more than, I mean, the ring helped because that's what you do traditionally, but right. But that picture is just you and I. It's important to you and me only. Yes. So. That, it was very very special. Yeah. It was very special. It was a beautiful morning. Mm-hmm. It was very awesome. Followed yeah. by a chaotic morning. <laughs> Followed by a chaotic morning, yes. <laughs> the hardest part about the move, besides Kitty, was definitely leaving the cottage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
That was that was the hardest part. Yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was it was definitely harder than we thought. We kind of had made like a little home and it reminded me of a friends episode. Yeah. Where they all turned in their keys. The last episode of Friends, tenth season. Mm-hmm. Spoiler. Turning, turning turning in the keys. Yeah, I mean, if you don't watch Friends, then we're not friends. Just saying. I mean, that's like the best show ever. But, um, yeah, it was. It was really emotional. It was very emotional. We had made like our little home. In it the was cottage. our little home in that cottage, and it was just, it was, yeah, it was. I don't know. It was very little. It's a special little college. College. A very <laughs> special little cottage, and yeah, didn't think it was gonna hit that hard. The love shack. The love shack. It was the love shack. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy leaving that damn and we thing. did, like, we, we really made it something. hmm Yeah, it was, it was very... Very special. Very special, very bittersweet once again. Mm. You know, making the move and... And then, basically, you know, we got down here. We stayed with my brother for the first month while we searched around for an apartment in the meantime, Kitty ended up getting even more sick, and um, it was very, very tough. You know, we mentioned before that, you know, the stress of the move just kind of pushed her over the edge a little bit. Yeah. Um, we ended up having to rush her to the animal hospital about five days in when we got down here. Was it, was, it five days? Well, we got down here on Friday. The 22nd, because yeah, so we stayed overnight. Right. And then um, that following Wednesday, Wednesday we took her to the vet. Yeah. Um, late in the day. It was kind of late in the yeah, day. Yeah, it was like mid-afternoon. Yeah, mid-afternoon. And, yeah, she just... It was very stressful. We thought she was... We thought she was going to do okay. We thought she was good to go. Um but, you know, she also doesn't like being in the car and stuff. But I guess the thing that made it, I don't want to say easier, but I guess more reassuring was after we took her to the first vet and then we brought her to the second vet after the next day. Yeah. Um, that veterinarian was very open and very honest and upfront about her situation. Yeah. Um, that she was basically having liver failure, mm-hmm. but it was also, they said based on her severity and the condition that she's in, this has been something that's been brewing for a while. Um, and unfortunately the vet in New York, I guess just didn't catch it enough. And so that was kind of shitty, but it was really nice for her to kind of basically. Yeah. Just cut to the chase Cut to the chase, and and not tell us what we want to hear for the sake of not hurting our feelings. Right. Cause at the end of the day, it could have ended up costing a lot of money, a a ton of money to just basically try to keep her alive. And yeah. Well, actually, just, just keeping her existing, not even exi- living. I know. So, yeah. So we made the compassionate decision to um, to euthanize her. Yeah. But they, what I thought was really, really nice was they let us be with her. That was great. That was amazing. That because was great. of everything going on, a lot of the veterinary offices where you know you have to wait outside for them yeah we wait in the car wait in the car and wait for them to call um which if you have a pet i'm sure if you took your pet to the vet at any point during the pandemic during this year you had to wait this in the year, car you've you know what we're talking about <laughs> so it was really special for them to let Just us overlook that yeah let us be with her in you know her last moments of life, moments of life, or living, yeah. But it was, 
Boy, that was fucking hard. That was definitely um, the hardest part of this year. Again, so. not realizing it was going to be that hard. Yeah. No clue. Now, I knew I loved Kitty. Yeah. But, I mean, I never never thought I was going to have to do that ever. Yeah. I never had to my whole life. Yeah. Well, you had her since she was a baby. Yeah. I've had her since she was a baby, and this never occurred to me. And I just inherited her. Yeah, but in the time you inherited, you loved me. You guys had a nice relationship. Yeah, we did. You know? We did. It was a love-hate kind of thing. Yeah. And maybe not hate, but... But she threw some sass at you. She and threw you some threw sass. some sass at her. Oh, yeah, we had a sassy relationship. It was a mutual respect and love you guys had. She was had. the best. She was a good kid. She was a great cat. So it was... That was a very, very hard time. So... Out of this whole experience, that was probably the worst of it. Yep. And then, you know, we made our peace. We said our goodbyes. And it was really sweet that they, they gave us her little paw prints, her little paw prints in the clay. Yeah, in the clay, yeah. That was um, very nice. So we will definitely be hanging those up and displaying them somewhere in the apartment. Mm -hmm. um, they also sent us a little card and a note, yeah, that which was, sweet. was really sweet. Mm -hmm. Really that was sweet. sweet. So... It was helpful having a veterinarian who, again, was very honest and upfront and open. And her basically giving us the truth of the matter made it that much, I don't want to say easier, but. But yeah, easier. But in a sense, it made it easier for us to make a decision because if we would have gone through with. Um, you know, basically spending everything we possibly had, which wouldn't have even covered a fraction of what it would have cost us if we wanted to go through with all these other procedures to, just again, to be... like Bub said, just to help her exist more. It would have been selfish. It would have been yeah. us keeping her alive for our benefit, and she would have been miserable. Like, that's not living. No. So, and you know, that's the hard part about pets. And if you have pets, you know exactly, you what, know we're exactly what we're talking about. They, they, they can't talk. They can't talk. They can't talk. They can't 100% express how we would understand how they feel. Mm -hmm. And it's such a bitch. Yeah. It's a real pain, but. Yeah, it really that's, sucks. That's the, you know, that's what you, that's what you have to deal with when you have a pet, you know, is yeah. hope they don't get sick like that and this and that, but. I know. So one piece of advice I would say, especially if you're a pet owner, is there's something called pet care. If you don't already have it, I highly, highly recommend getting it. Um, my friend had told me about it, but unfortunately it was a little too late. Yeah. Um, but it, it could potentially really, really help. Um, definitely look into it. I think... Um, I don't remember the website offhand, but yeah, I'll make sure that I link that in the notes, the show notes. So um, definitely, definitely helpful. I recommend um, getting that or getting some form of pet insurance for sure. Yeah. Hands down. Very helpful. Very <laughs> helpful. Um, but basically after that, it's just been kind of, you know, we've been, we had been apartment hunting and yep. we saw a bunch of different places and we ended up settling on an apartment complex that just felt more homey yeah, to us. The layout was nice. The layout was nice. The layout was more like practical. Mm -hmm. um, nice too. The apartment itself is nice. Yeah, the apartment is beautiful. And the amenities for this complex oh, are great. Like, they're so good. They're amazing. They're way better than some of the other apartments. Some of the nicer apartments that we looked at that were more expensive. Don't even have some of the Don't amenities. have, yeah, they didn't have the, the laundry room being the biggest one. Yeah. I think. Yeah, that that for me was definitely a big, but, big part of it because, you know, moving into a new apartment, you're spending all this money. Um, we happen to be lucky enough to have an actual laundry room. Yeah. Which is freaking awesome. Which is great. So awesome. Um, and we got some hand-me-down machines from my brother, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, they need to be fixed. But in the meantime, there's a communal laundry, uh, I guess 
laundromat. Yeah. The laundry room. Yeah. I mean, laundromat, kind of. Yeah. On the ground. So that is super helpful. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, so we don't have to travel far to do our laundry at the yeah. moment until we get our... Um, the, well, the washer fixed. Yeah. <laughs> the washer, right? Yeah, the washer. Yeah. And now here we are. And here we are just trying to fill this baby in. <laughs> trying to make um, ourselves a new little home and um, yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much it, I think. We got, yeah, we just really... We have practically no furniture, but, but we're we making make it do. work. Yeah, we're looking pretty often We finally just got a mattress. <laughs> yeah, we finally just got a mattress. We're on the air mattress for like, what, a better part of a month? No, a few weeks. Almost, yeah, almost a month. Almost a month, which was because we really only have lived here for a month. We that's moved true. in at the beginning of March. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. a few weeks felt like a long time. It did. <laughs> it did feel like a long time. Um, which came in handy, but came in handy. They're not meant to be slept on that no. many times. No, having a nice mattress now is is great. Is amazing. <laughs> it's like heaven. Um, and we got a king mattress too, first which, king, is which is even our better. first king. A little plus bonus. Yeah, a little bonus. So that's basically our move story. And I know that some of you guys, um, if you're on Instagram, I asked if anyone had any questions for us. So we got a few questions. We're going to answer those now. Um, the first question um this one's actually kind of probably a little hard. Um, this first question is how to be sure of a location when you want to move, but you're not sure where. Um, well, what I did was I went on, I forgot what the website was, City Data. And just, you can go on there. I think that's what it's called. And you can just check like the crime rate or the, what the job lights, what you need for the yearly uh, income to survive. And things like that you can do that and check like the population see how many people are actually down there in certain towns and cities and such mm. but at that after, i mean after that you really it's just up to you if you want to or not if you want to just be like screw it let's go and let's try it and have no expectation and just just do it and see what happens yeah just accept it and adapt that's it i didn't know you did that mm-hmm. huh yeah well that's cool yeah you're gonna have to give me that website then i think that's what it's called city data City data? I think. Okay. I'll check it out. Um, yeah, usually I would say um, from what I've heard in the past, um, you know, my my brother is not a very good example because he didn't really, technically didn't come here by choice. Um, and that's another story. But, um, yeah, I've heard that generally people like to, you know, if especially if you plan on, I would say if you're really looking for somewhere, you know, long term, you plan on getting married, either you're with someone or you look forward to that one day and you plan on having kids, um, just be sure that that, you know, that that place has everything that you would want for your future, you know, good school for your kids. If you plan on, you know, if you plan on having your kids in public school um, you know, what schools are nearby, um, like Bub said, you know, checking the crime rates and, and things like that. Um, and if you have the opportunity, I would say that being able to visit yeah, the that place helps. that you're really looking at definitely helps. Yeah, you're going to get a better feel for it. Yeah, you got a better idea. You know, the fact that Bub and I were able to come here to Tennessee a few times before actually making the move, it gave us a good sense of what we were getting ourselves into. Right. Yeah, that's very true. Um, but you know, again, you can always go the complete opposite and like, like you said, just wing it, you know, if it's somewhere that you really just kind of feel drawn to, um, you know, maybe you're someone who likes to be spontaneous. I say, go for it. Um, you know, again, like we didn't have anything tying us down. Like 
you can always find a new job. You can always fly home and visit family, you know, like in a couple of hours. And, you know, right now flights are super cheap. Mm -hmm. I was able to fly to Florida for my best friend's baby shower from there, go to New York to visit the family and meet my new baby niece and fly back home for less than $200. So I had three flights. Granted, I know that this is during a pandemic. So obviously everything is super cheap. But if you have the opportunity, now might be the best time um, if you're thinking about it. So right, I would say that those would probably be our best tips. And again, I'll make sure that I link that website that Bub was talking about in the show notes. Other questions were, um, do we have new jobs? So you have a new job. I have a new job. But it's doing kind of the same. Yeah, just commercial. But yeah, I mean, right. it's new it's job. It's basically the same. New job, new company, new, almost new the same situation. Mm-hmm. Almost the same as what you were doing. So in New York, Bub was doing... Um, mostly like residential, high-end residential carpentry. carpentry. And now here he's doing a lot more commercial carpentry. So yeah, it's kind of new. I don't have a new job. I'm still doing what I'm doing. Um, I guess my newest job is hosting this podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, um, but I still do the social media for my church back in New York, which is a little bit of a challenge, but you know, we're making it work. Um, Okay, next question. Favorite hobbies to do together? Well, I would say one of our favorite hobbies is watching movies. Yeah, definitely watching movies. Definitely watching movies. We love watching movies together. Sometimes we do cook together. Sometimes we do cook together. And that actually was a question. Um, The last question is, do you cook together or does one cook? So. Sometimes we cook together or sometimes yeah. we cook separately, but Yeah. We both do cook. Yeah. We both cook. Bub usually if we're having chicken. I'll make the chicken. Bub makes the chicken because he makes the, the best, best chicken. chicken. <laughs> like the best. Like I'm gonna get real southern and say it's finger licking good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's tasty. Because you literally literally want to just put the fork down and grab it. <laughs> yeah. I don't think every time we have chicken, especially if it's on the bone, we pretty much never use our forks. No. Yeah. Always eating with our hands. But yeah, so um, we like cooking together. We like cooking together. Or if, if one of us is cooking, one of us will hang out in the kitchen and kind of bullshit with each other. Yeah. Um, one of our favorite hobbies is definitely having deep conversations. Yeah, we have sometimes pretty good conversations, pretty yeah. profound and uh, good conversations. Yeah. It's kind of like a, almost like a spontaneous hobby that we have. Yeah, it it's just kind of comes up. <laughs> not at all, which makes it even gooder. Makes it gooder. even better. Gooder. Makes it better that way. Gooder? Gooder. Did makes you it, just say gooder? Mm-hmm. Oh, Made up a word. <laughs> gooder. So, yeah, we do that. And sometimes we work out together sometimes. Are we wrong? Yep, sometimes we'll work out together. Although, Bub is definitely way taller than me. So, I generally can't keep up with him because my legs are tiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I would say one of our other hobbies that we like to do together is to find really good places to eat. Yeah. Out. That's or true. find really cool spots like in the like city. Coffee shops. And, you know, like and coffee shops. That, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We love going to coffee shops. Yes. Even though I don't really drink coffee, every once in a while, I still love the smell of coffee. I love coffee, so it works out good. Or yeah. if one of us come finds one, and we're like, "Oh, we gotta go to this place. I just saw it. So and so, we'll go check it out." <laughs> yeah. 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 So. We definitely do that. It's like I guess that would be a hobby. Yeah, I think that's a hobby. Yeah. I love finding new places to eat. That's true. Yeah, we're kind of like a little bit of foodies in that way. Yeah, I would say we so. like good places to eat. We like good, like good food places to eat. So. Yeah. If you have any recommendations, if you're someone listening and you live in Tennessee or have been to Nashville or anything, yeah, let, us know. let us know if you know some good places that we should try mm-hmm. because we, we are definitely up for it. And the last question 
that we have are what are our favorite movies? Well, my top, I mean, I have a bunch. My <laughs> top three are uh, Goodfellas, Godfather 1 and 2, and Casino. Those are my top three movies of all time. But I'm a movie buff. I love all <laughs> movies just about. Um, but those are my top three favorite. Yeah, Bub likes old gangster, Italian gangster movies. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my favorite movies, I don't know. I'm, I'm all over the place, I feel like. Yeah, I don't know if you have a favorite, but you like movies. I don't think I really have a favorite. Like, I love, I love war movies, like Pearl Harbor. Sci-fi. Um, I like sci-fi movies. Both Pirates of the Caribbean, would that be a Oh, favorite? Pirates of the Caribbean is definitely one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I have this weird obsession with pirates. Um... And I don't know why, because they're not great people. <laughs> I mean, in the movie, they are amazing. And also one of my gymnastics routine, uh, my gymnastics routine in high school was to the theme, my floor routine was to the theme of the Pirates of the Caribbean. So, but yeah, like, I, I don't know. It depends on the genre. Like, I feel like I have favorite movies in each genre. Like, I love... I like some rom-coms. I, I like some rom-coms. Those are good. Rom-coms are good. We got into rom-coms last year. Yeah, we year. did. Yeah, we did. We watched <laughs> quite a few of them. We watched a bunch. There's some good ones. Yeah. Dirty Dancing. That's Honestly, Dirty Dancing is probably in my top three or top five. That yeah, was... That's a classic. My favorite movie growing up. And it was the reason why... I was obsessed with ballroom dancing. And then in 2011, I decided to take classes for ballroom. (laughs) So, yeah. But we kind of just love movies, guys. Like, we don't really have too many. I mean, Bub has some favorites. But we just love movies. So, that's it, Bub. That's it. That's it. That's all she wrote. All righty. Okay, you guys, so I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you have any other questions for us, um, feel free to shoot over a message. Either if you're listening on Anchor, you can send me a voice message and ask us more questions, or you can shoot me a DM on Instagram. I'm always there. So um, feel free to ask any more questions. Maybe if you... If you liked this episode, first of all, make sure you follow, make sure you heart it or whatever you can do, depending on the platform, subscribe on Apple, leave a review. Um, I would absolutely so much appreciate it. And if you haven't joined that wellness community yet, I highly recommend getting inside now. Go to immeganjoanne.com slash TWC. Join us inside. I hope to see you there and we'll see you next time or catch you next time on the next episode. Peace out. Bye.